Welcome to your Coach on Demand. I'm Dr. Greg Ketchum. I'm a psychologist and executive coach and a former radio talk show host. I'm joined by my partner, Steve Kofsky, who is a technology journalist and author and also is a former talk show host. We invite you to give a listen, try out some of the action steps we recommend, and we think you'll be glad you did. Hey there, Dr. Greg. It's good to see you. Hey, Steve. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you and yours? Uh, we're doing great. We're, we're doing the sheltering at home thing, but we're homebodies anyway, so it's it's not too bad for us. That's all you can ask, really. And uh, interesting times bring interesting discussions sometimes. So, so what's the title of today's podcast, Steve-O? It's past time to think about what your employees will need when workplaces reopen. And how about that subtitle? What do we have there? Empathetic understanding of your staff's psychological needs now will make reopening much more successful. And I'm sure that's true, but I'm anxious to learn more about it. So, Dr. Greg, what exactly are we talking about here? Okay, well, today we're going to talk about reopening workplaces during this COVID-19 pandemic. And in particular, we want to look at the psychological state of your employees and the very nature of the relationship between you and your staff. Now, we're currently involved in a grand global social experiment, and your employees are experiencing stressors like they've never faced before, along with a completely different way of doing their jobs. Now, when they return to the workplace, they'll have very different expectations of how their home and work lives should fit together. Our main message to you as an organizational leader is this. If you want to increase the prospects of a successful reopening, make it a priority now to address your staff's psychological needs and do it in an empathetic manner. Now, that makes sense, doesn't it, Steve-O? Well, it does. This is so important to everyone right now. First, to get your arms around your home life and the welfare of your loved ones. That's obviously the first priority, and hopefully all employers are making that clear to their workforce that that's their first priority as well. But the second is, you know, how do we adjust in all other areas of our lives to this new reality of the the current pandemic and what it might mean for our future? So it's, it's a very current topic that you're addressing here. That's very well put, Steve. And why is this important to our listeners? Well, it's almost self-evident, but so many of our long-held notions about the nature of work and jobs are being challenged now. And we know we can't go back to work as it was pre-COVID-19. Now, what the new model of work looks like will depend in large part on the renewed relationship employers establish with their staffs. So in discussions with some of my best colleagues, I've come up with three main areas for organizational leaders to consider in reopening their workplaces. What is that first one there, Steve? Well, the first one is that your staff is experiencing heightened levels of stress and anxiety. So when workplaces do reopen, they're going to be carrying a much higher level of stress and anxiety with worries about uh, a number of different things. So how do you be ready for that heightened emotional state. Well, we'll get to that when we talk about action steps. But they're going to be uh, carrying worries about the virus itself, about finances, health, child and elder care, and, and potentially grief over losses. Now, this stress load will impact their ability to focus and be productive in one way or another. Now, the second factor there, Steve, is what? Notice how I'm tossing tossing these out to you here today. I, I do notice that, and, and I'm doing my best to snap those up, too. It just shows the high level of trust I have in you. 
I can see that. <laughs> but the second one here today is the changing view of your employees as individual units. Well, that's right, Steve. And before COVID-19, staff were viewed as individual units who showed up at work, did their jobs, and went home. Now, the responsibilities and needs of their family systems were not a major concern of employers. However, this global pandemic has demonstrated that employees are not just single units, but are part of their own family systems. Now, we believe that organizations that adopt this family systems view of employees will have a distinct advantage and will be the desired workplaces of the future. Does that make sense to you, Steve? It does. And and let's face it, for a lot of us, our colleagues, our workmates are part of our family as well. And in some cases, we spend more time with them than we do with members of our immediate family. That's so right. I think it just makes sense to treat people as family and to be understanding that they're functioning in a family unit. That's very well put, Steve. Now let's take a look at the third factor for our organizational leaders to consider in reopening their workplaces. And that is working remotely has proven to be a viable option. This shelter-in-place time has demonstrated that working from home, working remotely, is a viable option for many, but not all, employees. And we believe that the organizations which offer flexibility in remote work and variable hours, among others, will have a distinct advantage over their competitors. I'm leading you here, Steve, but that must make sense. Well, it does, and I think that we can see that Companies that were already uh, supporting the work-at-home model found themselves with a competitive advantage going into this whole situation. And those that did not have it, then it put them perhaps a little bit behind. So it's been a big change for corporations and for individuals. And I think you're absolutely right that it's going to be part of the new normal. Absolutely. Again, very well put, Steve. My trust in you is, is paying off. Uh, I just can't believe it. Huge (laughs) dividends. Stick with me, kid. (laughs) Now, in terms of action steps for our uh, employer friends, number one is engage your employees now. So you want to engage your staff now in a dialogue focused on their experiences during the stay-at-home phase. Think of this as both a a needs assessment and a team-building exercise wherein you seek to understand their particular stressors and needs and what you can do to help. Listening to them with empathy will lessen the stress load they carry upon reopening. Common sense? It is. And as something that I've adopted for myself is to tell myself to be patient and to to be considerate and empathetic whenever you kick off a dialogue with a coworker because they are suffering in one way or another. And uh, it's hard to know if, you know, how closely they've been affected by this whole situation. That's exactly right. And and again, well put, Steve. So our second action step is to adopt a systems view of your employees. Now, this time of sheltering in place has vividly demonstrated that employees are not just individual units, but rather are part of dynamic family systems. Now, we've seen children, pets, and other family members in the background of many video conference calls. They've always been there but we've never seen them this clearly before. We believe that you can no longer afford to view your employees outside the context of their family or personal systems. You need, at a minimum, to understand the responsibilities and needs of your employees' family systems and to adjust and help where you can. 
Now, this is really interesting because in prior times, when I would do video calls from home, I worked in a home office in the bedroom, and I was just really paranoid about people being able to see anything in the background that would reveal I was in a bedroom. Now that's completely changed. It is interesting. I uh, had a conversation recently with several executives. We did a live video call uh, that we broadcast, and one of them is a board member for a very large U.S. corporation and confided that earlier in the day that board had convened on their first video conference call from their homes. And she mentioned that one of the members of the board had done it in his closet. And they could clearly see his clothes hanging in the closet. They could see that his underwear was folded and (laughs) and stacked neatly and things like that. And it's just a completely different view of people. And it's a more rounded view. And I think it's a much more human view. But uh, we're looking into, into people's homes every day in a way that we never did before. That's exactly right. So, Steve, what is our third and final action step there? Well, I'm glad you asked because this is so important, and that is to provide clear, accurate, and up-to-date information. And this is a challenge not just within our business units and our companies where we work. It's a challenge nationally and internationally. So uh, the whole human race is having trouble getting the most up-to-date information. So so Dr. Greg, how does a how does a company approach this? How do they know if they're giving the the, the best information? Well, Steve, they approach it by being as open, authentic, and transparent as possible in the information that they do provide. And the important thing to remember is that with so much change and uncertainty, your staff's need for accurate, honest information is much higher than normal. Now, they especially need up-to-date information on exactly how the COVID-19 virus is transmitted, including how long the virus is active and on what types of surfaces. Now, providing accurate information is critical to helping your employees find their grounding during this extremely challenging time. And, you know, see, I I don't think uh, we don't know a lot yet. And, you know, you read things like you can bring your groceries in the house without you know, wiping everything down, and that the chances are low that you're going to catch COVID-19, but there's still a chance, it sounds like. So, you know, employers really need to clarify this so that we're not all walking around paranoid about just touching a wall or, you know, whatever it may be. Especially as they reopen the workplace, and probably more important than even having the final word on what is the latest scientific view of of how this disease is transmitted is what are the facts by which they are making their decisions for the company and for its employees? And what are the precautions that they're taking? Mm -hmm. How are they facing decisions such as reopening offices in different cities? Much as, as hopefully they communicated their decisions in terms of closing those offices and explain also that that's going to change as new facts come to light. But that's why uh, clear and frequent communication is so important. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Steve. You know, Dr. Greg, uh, often you provide us with a deeper lesson, something that we can take away from this and apply in our lives, maybe beyond even the current crisis. What What's our deeper lesson today? Well, Steve, we're at one of those major historical turning points. Employees have experienced many changes, including working remotely, avoiding commute times, and as a result, most will be expecting more, not less, flexibility from their employers. 
This stay-at-home time has given us an entirely new perspective from which to view the very nature of work and family life. Now, those two realms have traditionally been viewed as entirely separate worlds, but our experiences now have shown us that they are, in fact, one integrated system. Organizational leaders like you in our listening audience who understand and embrace this new reality will create the future of work and give themselves an enormous competitive advantage. And as we've said in other podcasts, Steve, it's a quantum world after all. It is indeed. And uh, we should remember that in many ways as employers, as employees, we'll be judged by our actions long into the future. So think carefully about how you treat your fellow employees, how you treat those that you employ, and apply the golden rule. I think we'll all be fine in the end. I certainly hope that everybody listening to this is fine and uh, comes out of this 100%. The topic today, it's past time to think about what your employees will need when workplaces reopen. Empathetic understanding of your staff's psychological needs now will make reopening much more successful. Dr. Greg. Thank you so much. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed the show tonight as much as we enjoyed being here. 